Ksubas, Perik Aleph, Mishnah Base 1, 2. And more on this topic, uh, really a direct continuation. The Mishnah says, Basula Ksubasa Masayim. A woman who's married now for the first time, she never slept with a man before, so her minimum ksuba that's written in her marriage contract is 200. That's 200 zuz. Um, that's an amount of silver. Uh, the zuz is said to be 96 barley grains in weight. So if you do the math, you have 200 times 96 gives you 19,200. Um, the assumption is that there's approximately 20 barley grains in a gram, so that gives you 960 grams, uh, based on the current value of silver, you're talking a little more than 2,000 shekels, you know, whatever, $600 uh, worth of silver in the time of the Mishnah, as far as how that would apply further. Okay, not, not really for now anymore, I said it's been in the Hagdama, but we're talking about a specific amount and weight of silver. Now, the Almana, when it comes to a, a woman whose Almana here means a, a widow, Mana. She gets a hundred, meaning a hundred zuz. So half her minimum ksuba is half the amount of a basula. So now, what happens if a woman is a basula? She's a virgin, but she's an almana. She's a virgin who's also a widow, or a grusha, or a divorcee, or a chalutza. She's gone through chalitza. She's a chalutza now, um, but she's did those things mina erisin after having erisin, but not nesuin. So, for example, let's say a woman, you know, accept the ring. She was an arusa. Then her husband, you know, dropped down dead. So now that makes her into now an almana, who is a basula. She's never been with a man, but she's already a widow. And in similar cases, if she's a grusha, he divorces her after giving the ring, so then she's a grusha who's, an, who's still a basula, and same kind of goes for the chalutza case. So then ksubasan, ksubasan masayim, then similarly, um, there, such a woman's ksuba is still 200 zuz, because she's really a virgin. And all these women who have this 200 zuz ksuba, so he may claim what's called tainus basulum. He is, can make a claim that he discovered that she isn't a virgin, um, in which case um, we'll discuss what happens in just a moment. Okay. The short of it is that she would, she would lose her ksuba, but let me just discuss a little further. So what is Tanis Basulam? Tanis Basulam means he's claiming that she's not a virgin, and his his argument could have come from one of two places. It could either be that what's called uh, it could be called what Tinus Damim. He didn't find blood. Or it could be what's called um, Pesach Pesuach, Matsasi. So Tinus Damim means that the assumption is that the very first time a woman ever sleeps with a man, so they would be able to discover at least a bit of blood. Um, that's from her basulim, her basulim, her hymen, um, which um, presumably would, would break and leave a little bit of blood, at least. So if a zero blood found, he would say, this is suspicious. Why is there no blood here? Um, and they would look for it. If they don't find it, so he would say, listen, that's called Tainas Dumim. There's no blood here, and therefore I have a good reason to believe that she has slept with somebody else. Okay? The other possibility is called, and that would, would apply to any woman really of any age, um, presumably. Uh, presumably, halachli, it would apply to any, a woman of any age. The other argument you could have is Pesach Pasuach. Pesach Pasuach means, um, kind of literally means the door is open already. And that is to say that he, and it only applies to young girls, girls 12 and a half and younger. And the point is that she hasn't really grown up to be a woman yet, and therefore um, the Basuach is very constricted. And and um, if he finds that it's not constricted, he, he let's say he's sufficiently expert to know what it's supposed to be like and isn't like that, he can claim, listen, 
This is not the first time she slept with a man. Now, um, if he makes either of those two claims, so in the previous mission we talked about how um, we're looking for Adam to see whether they have to get divorced. But here, let's say he wants to get divorced. Remember, in the time of the Mishnah, a woman can get divorced against her will, regardless of what she wants. So the point of this claim over here in our Mishnah is that if you have Tainas Basulim, he claims that she actually isn't, um, this isn't the first time that she's been with a man. When he divorces her, if he so opts to do so, then she would not get her Ksuba payment at all. That's his claim. Now normally you'd say, wait a second, why in the world should we just, it's hearsay, right? He says, he says yes, she says no, and like, well, how can we make a decision based on that to make her not lose her ksuba? But the Chazal say that it's a chazaka, it's a safe to assume that a person isn't torech um, besuda umafsida. A person, he wouldn't have gone through all the effort of making a whole wedding and then the next day say, you know what, I want a divorce um, because she's, a, she's, she's not a virgin unless it were true. Um, and if it were true, it, the previous Mishnah, we were talking about the concern about um, her having had an affair perhaps after Eris and making it forbidden for them to stay married. Here he's saying, I don't want to be married. And therefore, it doesn't matter anymore when she slept with another man. He's claiming, I was bargaining for Basula. That's what I what I entered this you know marriage assuming I had. And this is called the Mekah Tos. I was tricked. She's not a Basula. And if she's not a Basula, I don't want to be married to her, so I'm out. And he doesn't have to pay the 200 zuz, the ksuba, because he was misled. And we believe that he was indeed misled because a person wouldn't make such a claim after, you know, and, and, and get rid of his wife, you know, the day after the wedding, after having spent all the time and money and efforts on the wedding in the first place. So, that's what's happening over here. Um, now, the Mishra goes on to say, Hagioris, if you're talking about a, a woman who's a convert, Vashfuya, or she had been held captive, by Gentiles, Vashifcha, or a woman who started out being a non-Jewish slave girl, but then they transformed to being full Jewish women. Shenifdu, the captive woman who became redeemed by the Jews, Vishnizgairu, or the non-Jewish woman converted to becoming a Jewish woman, Vishnishtachru, or if the non-Jewish slave girl became emancipated, becoming a full-blown Jewish woman, in all those cases, so although the usual principle is that a woman who started out being, if a woman ever had been not Jewish, the assumption is she's also not a basula. That's the assumption, um, which is a hard and fast assumption. But if it happened that these women who had been in, either they were not they were not Jewish originally, or they were held captive by non-Jews, but that came to an end all all prior to their third birthday. Meaning, that uh, it's true that this woman started out being not Jewish, or she was a Jewish woman held by non-Jews, but by the time she was three years old, she was back in Jewish hands, or she converted to being Jewish, or was emancipated and became Jewish. So then, again, the assumption is that she's a full-blown basula, and that being the case, um, she can, her ksuba would be 200, and if the husband discovers she's not a basula, then he has that legitimate claim. He can make the claim in Bezdin, like we said before, the time is dumb with Pesach Pesuch and so on. The reason why is because before three years old, um, there's no like halachic possibility of her not being not being a basula, even if hypothetically she had been molested, whatever. Um, 
still the assumption is that that she's still growing as a little as a, like a, as a toddler as a young girl less than three and her her basulum the hymen would actually still grow and grow back therefore there would be um there would be blood the second time at all events and since halachically a girl less than three-year-old is just simply not subject to the possibility of, of not being a basula if any such act that would happen god forbid it wouldn't have any halachic significance um so therefore, at all events, if she's back in Jewish hands or Jewish by the time she's three, so she's, by all accounts and always, halakhli a basula, um, if she's ever with the man again, and therefore she gets the 200 zuz ksuba, and if he discovers that she isn't a basula after all, he will have that claim of tanis basulim, and not he can divorce her and not pay her ksuba.